this recording is going to be about the misconceptions of agoraphobia. All people with agoraphobia are homebound. Being homebound is the most severe form of agoraphobia. In fact, only a minority of people with agoraphobia are homebound. Many people have mild symptoms. Agoraphobia is a fear of crowds. While some people with agoraphobia fear crowds, others prefer them. Some people with agoraphobia feel that being around others provides a certain degree of safety. It is not agoraphobia if you just need someone to come along. If you need someone to be with you, even if you can do everything you like, you still can have severe agoraphobia. Relying on someone else for the rest of your life is a restriction imposed by fear. It leaves you dependent on others. Agoraphobia is a fear of being alone. Many people with agoraphobia are afraid to be alone, but not everyone is. Some people are more afraid when someone else is around because they are concerned about being embarrassed in front of others. Fear of enclosed spaces is always claustrophobia. Claustrophobia is a much more acceptable fear in our culture than agoraphobia. If you think of it, people readily admit to being claustrophobic, while few admit as openly to being agoraphobic. Claustrophobia refers to a fear of being restricted to small spaces such as elevators or tiny rooms without windows. Some people with agoraphobia are uncomfortable in enclosed spaces, but usually they have other fears as well, because the experience often involves fear of the same situations or sensations and a claustrophobic outcome. This book may be equally useful if you have claustrophobia instead of or in addition to agoraphobia. Agoraphobia is a fear of open spaces or public spaces. It is true that some agoraphobics avoid open spaces or public places, but many do not. When agoraphobics do fear situations, it is because of the threat of experiencing a sudden rush of sensations or symptoms that is a symptom attack. Agoraphobia is a fear of heights. A fear of heights is called agoraphobia, which sounds similar. Some people with agoraphobia are afraid of high places, but this is rarely the main part of their fear. Agoraphobia is always a fear of panic attacks. This is not actually the case. People can fear many kinds of symptom attacks, Common to all cases of agoraphobia is the belief that a symptom attack will lead to some catastrophic outcome. If you have agoraphobia, you may fear a number of situations, but no matter what the situation, your fear always involves feeling or expecting to feel something disturbing in those situations. You think you cannot handle or cope with certain situations. Which you believe could have terrible consequences. 
Most people with agoraphobia have not truly experienced the ultimate catastrophe they fear. They may have experienced distress or embarrassment, but no catastrophe has ever actually occurred, though no two cases of agoraphobia are identical. There are some common aspects to agoraphobic fears. It may help you to hear about one person's experience with agoraphobia. Here is how Anne's agoraphobia began. Anne is going through a nasty divorce. It causes a great deal of anxiety and anger, creating a negative state of anxious arousal. Then one day, while in the mall, Anne feels sick as if she is going to throw up. She finds a bathroom and throws up. She relieved to have reached the bathroom in time, yet the next time she finds herself in a crowded grocery store, standing in a long line and feeling just a little strange in the stomach, she wonders if she will get nauseated. The line seems to take forever, and she wonders what would happen if she needed to throw up. She suddenly experiences an intense anxiety attack. Why would this happen to her? We know Anne is currently more anxious than usual. She might have a logical predisposition to anxiety, and on top of it, Anne, whose life is falling apart because of the divorce, is desperately trying to keep control of herself and her life. The initial vomiting episode might have been brought on by a number of circumstances, and it is not the problem in itself. Anne exaggerates the episode with thoughts such as, what if I throw up in front of others? They'll find it so disgusting that they'll run from me or think I'm weird. She starts to worry about where she might throw up next and look for signs of nausea in situations where she does not have immediate access to the bathroom. To Anne, these situations are no now signal danger, and she starts to avoid them. She has developed agoraphobia. Similarly, her thoughts are likely to make a situation worse. With agoraphobia, thoughts create distortions, exaggerating the impact of what might happen. This can occur because your internal alarm system is flexible enough to let you learn to avoid new sources of danger. This flexibility is important for survival. In situations like Anne's, however, the danger is not life-threatening. The next podcast recording we're going to be talking about when you know that the fear is irrational.